You're listening to the Mind for Survival podcast, episode number 31. Okay, people, let's begin. Three, two, one. Welcome to Mind for Survival, a show designed for anyone actively wanting to improve their safety, security, and ability to overcome difficult events. Acquire basic thought processes to help you in everyday life. Gain insight through thought-provoking interviews. Unlock your inner potential. Be confident and increase your capabilities. This is Mind for Survival with your host, Brian Duff. Hey everyone, this is Brian Duff again with another episode of the Mind for Survival podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And I hope you're enjoying this week between Christmas and New Year's. I mean, I always love this week. It's a really fun week. I mean, you just wrap up Christmas. Really, not a lot goes on. I think a lot of people take off, and it's just really a cool time of year. Now, I know some of you are freezing your butts off around the country. I mean, there's a big cold snap going. I'm not a big fan of the heat. I'm probably more of a fan of the cold, but even so, it's pretty cold out here. I think down here in Virginia right now, it's down about 15 degrees tonight. So um, not as cold as you up in Green Bay. Go Packers. Um, I saw some of you are getting down in like the negative 10 area, so that's a little bit too bone chilling for me, but hey, stay warm and stay safe up there. So this week, I have a real fun episode lined up for y'all. This week's episode is going to be another roundup episode, kind of like episode 28 on the gift episode a few weeks back, where I had a bunch of people from across the preparedness community come on and talk about their gift ideas. Well, this week, we're going to do the same thing, but with a focus on New Year's. Now, what we're going to talk about is what people accomplished in 2017 and what they plan on accomplishing in 2018, why it's important and how they did it. So it's just kind of meant as a good way to kick off the year and to help get everybody's mindset focused on setting goals to strive for your preparedness and focusing on those and hopefully achieving them in 2018. Now, the lineup for this podcast is awesome. I have a bunch of people from the Mind for Survival Facebook group. So if you haven't joined the group yet, make sure you go over there because we do all kinds of cool stuff in the group and I'm trying constantly to bring more stuff into it. So like this past week, we did the first Facebook live for the Mind for Survival and it was kind of a, I use the word party, but it was a Facebook live event where we had a bunch of people get online and I just basically ran my gums for an hour and people commented back and forth and it was a real fun time. I'll tell you, I had a blast and It was so much fun. I plan on doing a lot more of the Facebook Live. So please, if you haven't joined the group already, make sure you get on over there and join it so you can participate in the next one, which is coming out, I think, on New Year's Eve. I'll have that figured out probably tomorrow or the day this comes out on Thursday. And I'll post something up about the day and the time in the Facebook group for that next Facebook Live. And I hope you all join me for that. Now, for those of you who don't make the Facebook Live event, Um, You can actually, if you're in the group, you can see it again because you can just replay it. It stays in the group as a video. And eventually when I do them on the Facebook page, it'll stay there as well. But I also know some of you do not have Facebook accounts. Some of you are in the military, law enforcement, otherwise where Facebook accounts are frowned upon. So what I'm doing with the Facebook live event so that everybody can participate is I'm repurposing and downloading the video from the event and uploading it to my YouTube channel. So go over to the Mind for Survival YouTube channel and check out the videos there. Now, just so you know, with the regard to the YouTube channel, I plan on doing a lot more YouTube time as I do more videos in the Facebook group. And otherwise, I'm getting more comfortable with the video and understanding. Look, I'm not a tech guy, man. I've just computers 
like many of you came out like when I was getting out of high school. I mean, the old Radio Shack cassette drives and I remember when floppy disks were the rage, right? Stuff that people look now would be like, oh, man, what, what are you talking about? Floppy disk or a cassette drive. Anyhow, so I have to learn all this technology stuff on my own. And I'm getting there and I've kind of got the YouTube thing figured out. So I'm going to be doing a lot more videos, instructional videos, uh, videos talking about things like water filtration and situational awareness and all that and be posting them to my YouTube channel. So if you want to be informed on those, go over there and subscribe. Whenever I post a new YouTube video up, you'll be notified. But as far as the Facebook group, again, all my uh, Facebook live videos will be posted to the YouTube channel. So if you don't have a Facebook account, you can participate in that as well. Now, as for the people that are in this episode, we first have Brian Hawkins of Next Step Survival and a very active participant in the Mind for Survival Facebook group. Next, we have Ross Powell, owner of Survival 401k, and Jill Powell, his lovely wife, who is owner of Remnant K9360, a former podcast guest and also very active in the Mind for Survival Facebook group. We also have Franklin Horton, author of the Borrowed World and Locker 9 series. Then Mike Green of Green Ops Training, Shelby Gallagher, who works with Glenn Tate on the 199 Days series and is coming out with her own Prepper Fiction series this year will be on. We also have Johnny Jacks, the author of Absolute Anarchy and Islam Rising. And then we have another author, Stephen Bird, author of the New Home Front series and Society Lost series. And lastly, and best of all, I think it might be the inaugural episode for this person coming out and being on a podcast or being out in public other than on Facebook and at prepper events is Chin Gibson. So for those of you who don't know, Chin Gibson is a guy behind the scenes. He's super helpful, does a ton to help out preppers all over and just is an awesome guy. His wife, Rhonda, is awesome. And I have him on the podcast today. So I'm really stoked about that. And having Chin finish up the last episode of 2017 is a perfect way to wrap up the year. And now real quick, don't forget to stick around for the post show where I'm going to talk about a few things, especially stuff coming up in 2018. So with that, and before I run my pie hole anymore, let's kick it off with Brian Hawkins from Next Step Survival. Prepare yourself. Okay, let's go. Hi, Brian Hawkins here with Next Step Survival, the survival blog with direction, where I blog and vlog on survival, self-reliance, prepping, preparedness, gear, that type of thing. You can find my contact information as well as my social media accounts right there on the blog at nextstepsurvival.com. I'd have to say for 2017, which is just my second year in gardening, one of my biggest successes has to be in canning, both pressure and water bath canning where I went from knowing absolutely nothing about canning to adding over 100 quarts of long-term food storage to my prepper pantry, which has kind of taken a life of its own at this point. Now, for 2018, I want to kick it all up a notch. I want to double the size of that garden. I want to try no-till gardening. I don't want to add an additional 500 quarts of long-term food storage to my prepper pantry, all right from my garden. Now, I have other preparedness goals for 2018, but we only have a few minutes here. So I just want to thank Brian for allowing me to talk to you guys. And I want to wish you the very best 2018 and all the success in the world. Thanks a lot. Bye now. Thanks a lot, Brian. I appreciate it. And wow, 500 quarts of your own canned food that you grow yourself. 
Now that's some serious preparedness going on. And I don't know, you know, I have friends who can, and I've eaten home canned food, but 500 quarts, I can't even imagine seeing how much that is. And man, what a better way than to up your level of preparedness to overcome a long-term event than by canning your own homemade food. I mean, we all know the deal. You look at any package of food nowadays and it's full of just garbage, right? Full of chemicals and preservatives and all this and that. I mean, Brian going out there and growing his own food and canning enough to last for an extended amount of time on his own. What an awesome thing to do. And Brian, I really hope you meet that goal for 500 quarts of your own canned food. Let us know how that goes and give us some updates in the Mind for Survival Facebook group. I'll be interested in following that. And next up, we have Ross and Jill Powell of Survival 401k and Remnant K9 360. Hi, this is Ross Powell and Jill Powell, and we're from Survival 401k and Remnant K9 360. Survival 401k allows you to roll your existing retirement funds, whether they're from a legacy employer or your current employer, into a new 401k that allows you to invest in hard assets such as precious metals, storable foods, ammo, any other prepping supplies, and I call that pre-tax prepping because the money you're using has not been taxed yet. So you have the ability to use your retirement funds to get your preparations in order, which is important because many people don't have a lot of extra money laying around that they want to use for their preps. And consequently, having your retirement funds investing in long-term type assets where a situation where it is unexpected is a great opportunity for you. So if you want to invest in guns or ammo or land or rental property or anything like that, you can do that with Survival 401k. So check us out at survival401k.com or you can call us at 844-650-5733. Jill, tell them about Remnant K9 360. Sure. Hi, I'm Jill with Remnant K9 360, and we offer an online canine training academy, and we specifically uh, market to people in the preparedness community that want to gain uh, skills and knowledge in training their canine to become an asset in high-stress uh, survival situations. We offer three packages. We offer a basic and advanced obedience package. We call that 360 Boot Camp. It sets you up for success um, in all sorts of situations. And then we also offer scent detection and patrol for those that want some more advanced training. So the online uh, canine training academy, very easy to use. Three times a week, 20 minutes um, each training session. You'll see great progress in your household pet specifically specifically your canine, uh, to help turn them in from a liability to an asset in a survival situation where they can be a part of your preparedness team. We'd love for you to check us out at RemnantK9360.com. Make sure you spell out canine, C-A-N-I-N-E. RemnantK9360.com is our website, and you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Well, Joe, We've done a lot of prepping this year, and we want to talk about what a couple of our successes, right? So I think our success, our key one is our, our firearms training. We went with a private instructor who's taught us how to what he calls a run and gun. So using our hand our handguns, our nine millimeters, as well as AR-15s in combination. So it's allowed us to be a lot more flexible and ability and more confident, including uh, hostage situations and taking down somebody who's holding a hostage with accurate shooting. So it's been a great, a great time and very successful. We're looking forward to building more this year coming up in 2018 with more hand-to-hand combat type things, knife work, and other types of weapons and self-defense. So we're looking forward to that in the new year. 
And we've also had great success in our own dog training, uh, not only for the business, for Remnant Canine 360 through the filming and the instruction that we've received with our awesome training staff, but also just working with our own canines. We have three canines and we've been very intentional about training them to do specific things in a survival situation. So we've seen great success with that being very intentional about setting that training schedule and keeping on task with that. So we just feel like we've done a lot in uh, security, not only through the firearms training. I know for myself personally, I've become a lot more um, confident in my firearm skills and handling a weapon, but also just dovetailing that with the canine and the dogs so that, you know, we have other options in creating security for not only ourselves, but our family and our loved ones. And that's a great point, Jill, because you, you want to use your canine to, to create another scenario that may diffuse the situation so you don't actually have to hurt anyone or shoot anyone. I think it's, that's a great point right there. So what would you say our next goals are? What do you think we should be doing next year? Ross, that's a great question. We've really thought about some of our goals for 2018. And one for me, well, for both of us, but one for me is we uh, have meat rabbits and um, we're starting to raise meat rabbits. but. They're not much good as meat if you don't know how to harvest them. So I really want to learn how to do that and take somewhat of the emotion out of that, especially if we have to use them as an alternative meat source. So um, we have a great neighbor that lives across the street that knows how to harvest rabbits. He's done that. And so he's willing to teach us those skills. So I'm looking forward to learning how to do that in 2018. Uh, Ross, what are your goals? One thing besides establishing a better garden, but it's also learning how to can those vegetables. And so you, you can, many times you grow more than you can eat or even give away. So instead of giving it all away or letting it rot, we actually want to learn how to can. Bought a, a pressure canner. So that's going to allow it to do actually canning meat. We can can vegetables, all butter, all kinds of things you can do uh, with this pressure canner. So it's going to be a great opportunity for learning and, uh, make, and knowing how to do that beforehand. Uh, is much better and you can use whether it's electric or on a fire, these pressure canners, these manual ones, you can actually bring it to pressure and actually do it even without a grid on an open fire. So it's a, it's a great skill to have. Right. And also with the canning, speaking of dogs and, and prepping, you also want to make sure that you uh, prepare for your, your pets as well, whether you have dogs or another type of pet. So um, there's actually ways that you can can uh, dog food as well or, you know, produce that and that long store, uh, storable food for, for your pets as well, which is um, an important and responsible part of being a pet owner. So, and for both of us, we really have uh, started talking more about scheduling and being more intentional about running strategic drills uh, with our family, not only the kids that we still have left in the house, but those uh, family members that are close by running drills with them knowing um, how to handle those high-stress situations. Ross, do you have any more you want to say? Well, I, I think that and, and just making people be able to grab their bug out bag, throw in the back of the car, and let's go, um, having a timing effect. Because you look at the floodwaters of Harvey and things like that. People had very little in the fires in California. People had less than 30 minutes to get out of the door. Uh, and so having that ability to have everything staged and ready to go and not go, oh, crap, I left that at the house, and we really needed that at your bug out location. So if you have to train with your gear, you're going to be much better at it. You can have all kinds of gear stored in the closet, but if you don't have know how to use it, it's just, again, just gear. So 
I would encourage everybody in our listening this it would be run your drills at least quarterly and keep your skills honed and know that you have everything you need. And when you get there, actually take the drill out to your, your location, unpack everything and make sure that you do have everything because you will find that you do have holes in your preps if you don't train regularly. Right. That's great advice. So from Remnant Canine 360 and Survival 401k, we wish you the best in 2018 and happy prepping. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks a lot, Ross and Jill. I really appreciate your time and coming on the podcast. Also, congrats on achieving your personal and business success in 2017. It's awesome to see the people knocking down their goals and doing great things for preparedness community, which you guys are doing. And Jill, with you being in the Mind for Survival Facebook group, I'm really looking forward to learning more about your training goals and what those look like as you move throughout 2018 and how they work out on the far end of 2018 and whether or not you think they're a success or what you could have done differently or better. So it's going to be a great thing to see how those community and family-oriented training goals go for you too. And also, thanks for mentioning that people need to consider their pet's needs when they make their preparedness plans, because that's so important. I know some people think, ah, it's just a pet, it's an animal, and you saw during the hurricanes and the floods and all that, people would leave their dogs tied out in the yard when flooding was coming in. Hey, people, we take on our animals and they're our responsibility and should be planned for accordingly when making our disaster and family emergency plans. Now, next up, we have a couple of minutes with Franklin Horton. Hey, Mind for Survival listeners. This is Franklin Horton, author of the Borrowed World series and the Locker 9 series. I have seven books out currently as of this week in 2017. All are what's considered to be prepper fiction. Uh, they're stories of a prepared family dealing with the collapse of the country and trying to keep themselves safe, their friends safe, their family safe. Uh, I'd really encourage you to check out my books if you're interested. You can find them on Amazon. You can also find them on Audible and iTunes in audiobook version. And there's even a paperback out there on Amazon. So uh, check those out. I think this is a great idea, Brian. I appreciate you doing this. It's good to get people focused on what they've accomplished this year and what they can do for the next year. Personally, I was really pleased with 2017. I had the goal to get out three books this year, and I did that. Another of my goals was to work on my home shooting range so I could spend more time staying sharp on the weapons. Not that that's the only place a person needs to be prepared, but that's something we enjoy, and it also gives me a way to teach my kids about firearm safety. I've also spent a lot of 2017 working on getting our small farm here in Virginia more able to sustain us. That's awesome, Franklin. Congrats on your great success of your novels. I personally love reading them and listening to the audio versions. And also, that's such a great idea. If you have the ability to build your home shooting range so you can teach your children proper safety and gun handling skills, what better gift to give to your family then teach them how to safely use a firearm or safely handle a firearm. It's what my father did with me when I was little. And because of the lessons he taught me, I've never been curious, even as a kid, about firearms and wanting to get in and see how they work. And I've always handled them safely. Now, I'm a big proponent of people teaching their children how to safely handle a firearm or getting instruction for their children if they're not comfortable handling a firearm themselves as the adult. Many people might disagree with me on this. I don't know that many listeners will, but there are people out there obviously who disagree, and that's their right, and that's your right. However, 
What I do know is there are millions and hundreds of millions of firearms in the United States, and odds are a child will come into contact with a firearm at some point of his or her life. Therefore, why not teach them how to safely handle it, to not be scared of it? We're not talking about picking it up and shooting it. Talking about making sure it's safe and putting it to a place where it's safe and secure and won't tempt a child to do something with it. It's just like driving a car. We don't want kids going off and driving cars without education and training. So what do we do? We train and educate students on how to safely operate a car. Well, why do we do that? Because they're going to come into contact with them and they're dangerous. Let's do the same with firearms. They don't have to take them. They don't have to buy them. They don't have to be a pro gun person, but at least know how to be safe with them and what to do if you see one around you. Kind of like the NRA's Eddie Eagle program. It's a really good thing. And anyhow, I'm up on my soapbox about it, but it's very good stuff. Franklin, I think it's awesome that you are building your own range to work with your family and to make sure that they understand and are safe with firearms. And I'd love to see it one day. So uh, please keep it up and good luck with that. Now, next up, speaking of firearms, we have Mike Green from Green Ops Training and GreenOps.com. Hi, I'm Michael Green and I'm the owner of Green Ops. I was in the military and spent 15 years in special forces with the last few years teaching close quarters combat or CQB. After transitioning out of the military, I began contracting overseas with the U.S. government and teaching at different training facilities throughout the United States. In 2015, myself and a select few professionals began teaching open enrollment firearms and tactics such as concealed carry, carbine, CQB, and vehicle tactics, along with a few other subjects. We have a staff of phenomenal instructors with very diverse and unique backgrounds to include not only military, SWAT, CQB instructors, federal and local law enforcement, but also civilian certified instructors who instruct training workshops for trained trainers throughout the United States. Also, folks with competition backgrounds to include top shooter from the Army Marksmanship Unit and one of the top three gun shooters in the nation. Our upcoming courses in 2017 are published on our website to include descriptions of the classes that we offer. If there's something you want but don't see, please reach out. Let us see if there's something that we can tailor to fit your needs. In the past, we've run special classes for private groups and clubs to include patrolling classes. Our website is www.green-ops.com. We're also available on Facebook. What was our preparedness success for 2017? Well, in 2017, Green Ops was able to train almost 400 students, making folks more prepared in the defensive use of firearms. We did this through some hard work, providing a good product. Our instructors also continued to manage their own schedules and continue on with professional development courses, taking multiple continuing education and instructor development courses on their own. Green Ops is also on its second season of Trigger Time TV. We were also mentioned in a SWAT magazine article. We were interviewed on Mind for Survival and several of our instructors were interviewed on YouTube Live by Massive, and that stands for Modern American Shooting and Firearms. Additionally, we sent instructors to present and lecture at the NRA's Great American Outdoor Show and the NRA's first Carry Guard Expo. We sold out and successfully ran our first dry fire clinic at F3 Tactical located in Chantilly, Virginia. 
What's our goal in 2018? Besides training military and law enforcement, our goal is to train more responsible citizens. Why is that important to us? Well, it's important to us to have more prepared people out there. Because even though the professionals are out there, one, they don't get enough training as it is, and two, they can't be everywhere. Additionally, you are responsible for your own safety. So get out there and get some training. How will we achieve this? Well, we hope to achieve this by offering excellent services and letting our reputation and word of mouth spread and get more folks into our courses. Also, if you know someone and you want to get them out there, you know, please feel free to spread the word. Get on Facebook, use some social media, but get out there and spread the word. We also plan on offering new classes in 2018 to include instructor development courses, knife defense, and CQB or room clearing courses. Green Ops hopes to train and prepare more folks to be better Americans and responsible gun owners. From all of us at Green Ops, we hope you have a wonderful and prosperous 2018. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Mike. And I really appreciate that great advice that you put out in that we're all responsible for our own security. That goes to personal safety as well. Personal security, physical security of our stuff and our personal safety is our responsibility. I know there are those of us that think the authorities will help me out and this and that. And hey, my hat's off and I salute law enforcement, fire, EMS, and all the others who do a great job of working to protect us. A great job, often an underpaid job, and definitely often an underappreciated job under very difficult situations. I think like many of us out there, I have a number of friends in law enforcement's EMS and fire and safety and everything else. And they're just awesome people and I'm I'm proud to know them. But hey, they can't be everywhere at once. So until they get there and who knows when that win is, depending on the situation, we need to be able to provide for our own personal security, our own safety, our own protection. So Mike, that's a great, great deal. Congratulations on all the people that you have put through greenopstraining.com. You're doing great things out there, and I wish you continued success in 2018, and I'm sure I'll be talking with you here shortly, and I can't wait to hear about all the plans you have and what 2018 is looking like even more for you. Now, next up, we have Shelby Gallagher, who helps out with the 199-day series and is coming out with her own Prepper Fiction in 2018. Happy New Year, Brian Duff and my for survival listeners. This is Shelby Gallagher calling you from the Pacific Northwest. And I so want to thank Brian for inviting me to give you some of the things I've managed to accomplish in 2017, my prepping goals, and what I plan on trying to achieve for 2018. Let's start with 2017, first and foremost. One of the best things that's happened to me in 2017 is getting my idea for my fiction book series started, and literally within the last couple of weeks, the deal, the foundational deals and, and um, things that need to get put into place have been finalized and solidified. So we really are looking at having this series, the first book, published in March 2018. That is a huge, I wouldn't say it's a prepping goal, it's a dream come true. Hopefully... The, the lasting effects for that will have lasting effects not only on the prepping community that we all belong to, but on my personal preps. It will allow me access to many of the resources all of you share out there and allow me to get to know you better and you me so that we can always just become better and better and more preps. That's a lifestyle I live 
and I'm so excited about that. So that's first and foremost my a dream come true, a goal accomplished for 2017. So exciting to think about as going forward into 18. A couple of other things that I managed to get kind of um, in in the in the bag for 2017. Many of you know I have a great relationship, a great working relationship with author Glenn Tate of the 299 Day series. He and I got together over the summer and kind of revamped and and re, did a restart on some of the, the I Miss America uh, swag and merchandise that he um, started. And I told him, I said, people want this stuff. You should put it out there. And we came out with some more T-shirts. We came out with poo rags, which are kind of these face mask guard sort of things for those folks out there who like to ride motorcycles. Or for me, I'm, I like running. Um, it's great for face coverage just to protect your face and the elements, but it also kind of makes a statement, which we really like. We like the edginess of it. We also came out with hoodies during the Christmas season so people could have a really unique gift to give to friends as well as each other and themselves. So that all of that merchandise is still available. Oh, we also do baseball caps during the summer as well. All of that merchandise is available on Glenn Tate's website at 299days.com, and that has just been fun to do. Um, those sorts of projects, as many of you know, uh, can be kind of time-consuming, but it was just fun, labor of love, and I got to know so many podcasters and, and preppers and part of that whole prepping community, and I've had some great conversations with folks. So looking forward to 2018, a couple of things that I'm looking at doing, ah, as you can tell by what I just said, getting the book into your hands, getting the book A Great State into your hands so that you may read it. I'm so excited about getting that launched. If you want to connect with me and, and know when that's coming up and know how to get um, involved in that, find me, Sylvie Gallagher, on Facebook. I have my personal page as well as my author page. Either one of those, come come pay attention. And I have some fun, snarky comments that I put out there on just some of the things that are happening in current events. Other thing for me personally, preps that I'm going to be working on for myself this coming year, First of all, I raise chickens for eggs. I already do that. That's something I've done for, gosh, 10, 15 years now. I want to up that and, and uh, start doing raising chickens for meat production. And in that, I'm going to be taking some butchery classes. I am a city girl. I have no idea how to butcher livestock or meat for harvesting. I'm going to be taking a couple of classes. And there is kind of this community here in the Pacific Northwest that um, – really kind of is apolitical, which is nice, so we don't have any sort of environmental weirdness coming into it, but this really great community that wants to continue the art of butchery. We're taking some classes from them. I'll be learning how to butcher anywhere from small animals like chickens all the way up to larger wild game and livestock, and I'm excited to learn that. That's a skill that I've wanted to learn for so long, and that's part of prepping is up making sure you've got a, your skills, the skills you need not just for prepping, but also in a collapse, it will be, that will be a good uh, skill to have. And I'm excited about that to learn for me personally. So that's what I'm working on. I'm working on getting uh, my book out to all of you. Please come find me at Facebook at Shelby Gallagher, and um, we'll get that going here soon, and I'll be putting announcements out. And also personally, I'm, my preps I'm working on, butchery. Who knew? I want to wish all of you a wonderful, prosperous, freedom-loving 2018. I can't wait to connect with all of you this coming year. Happy New Year. Thanks a lot, Shelby, and congrats on your new series that's coming out in March. I can't wait to get my hands on it and read your first book. 
Um, just uh, congrats, man. I know that I know you've been striving for that for a long time, and it's really awesome to hear that it's finally coming to fruition for you. Also, I'm really looking forward to hearing how this whole chicken endeavor goes with you trying to lose your city girlness. I think is that how you put it that you were a city girl, so I guess that means you're losing your city girlness or something along those lines. Anyway, good luck with that, and let us know how it goes. I look look forward to hear, hearing that down the road. And next up, we have author Johnny Jacks. Hi, my name is Johnny Jacks. I'll be 74 years old in January 2018, and I've lived an extraordinary life. I'm the son of a semi-literate sharecropper, and I've lived a self-reliant lifestyle as a boy in the late 1940s and early 1950s, off-grid and no outdoor. I'm sorry, no indoor plumbing. <laughs> it's all outdoors. And it wasn't really plumbing. You can't consider an outhouse as plumbing. Anyway, I retired from the Army in 1982 with 22 years service, 15 years in Special Forces. I was a Green Beret. And I worked 25 years afterward in significant positions in national security and emergency preparedness for several government agencies. I've lived or spent extensive time in, you know, on every continent except Antarctica. I've lived among people in advanced industrialized nations and nations whose people exist on the edge of survival, uh, including a tour in Special Forces Camp A-102 in Vietnam in 1967 and 1968. Uh, my 2017 successes for prepping include uh, completing my two-year supply of long-term storage food uh, for myself and my wife. In 2016, I purchased a 70-acre farm that consists of 45 acres in pasture, 25 acres in woods. It has a 40 foot by 300 foot commercial chicken house. It's in good shape and it serves as a huge barn. The house required uh, major restoration, which I almost completed in 2017. I fenced and cross fenced the pasture and currently have 32 head of cattle on it. My primary 2018 goal is to become self reliant as possible my age, I can't do it alone, so I recruited a serious young prepper neighbor to help with uh, my projects and to share the food we produce. I've got five projects. Uh, project one is to complete renovations on the farmhouse and move into it. Living at our BOL is the most ideal situation for my wife and me. Uh, you know, when the poop hits the pan, if you're living at your BOL, that, you just can't beat it. Project two is to build and stock a rabbit coop and two chicken coops, one for breeders and another one for layers. Project three is to add livestock pens inside the barn to secure breeding stock during the die-off. After the doo-doo hits the fan, we want to be able to take our breeding stock and put a guard on it 24-7. Project four is to establish a one-acre garden and begin producing food and harvesting seeds by the summer of 2018. Project five is to organize other serious preppers uh, in the area into a group to establish our security plan for the die-off and a plan for long-term food production. Uh, I've already identified several prospects, including a close neighbor that's been off-grid for seven years, lives a couple of properties over. So uh, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, about five years ago, when I first got into prepping and attending meetups, I realized that I couldn't 
find a single source that provided comprehensive prepping information. I went all over the internet and I found a lot of stuff that was um, survival, uh, living in the woods, just all sorts of things. And uh, But I could not find one book that contained everything that I wanted. So I set about writing my own prepper guide and I ended up with a, a little over 500 page book and gave it the title Absolute Anarchy. You know, based upon a state of absolute anarchy. And I divided it into five parts. Part one analyzes the potential events that could bring about a societal collapse and the inevitability of government bankruptcy. Part two focuses on the survival needs of the individual. Part three discusses group survival considerations. Part four addresses military organization and operations. And part five touches on Judeo-Christian moral and ethical considerations. Absolute Anarchy also has a supplemental reading that describes how we arrived at this juncture in our history and why economic collapse is inevitable. The book, uh, Absolute Anarchy, it has its own website, absoluteanarchybook.com, with a portal to web links that expand on the book's information. In other words, uh, if you're going along, you're reading in the book and you come to a point and you want more information, you can go to absoluteanarchybook.com, click on the big button there that says book web links, and uh, that'll take you to the chapters. You click on the chapter, and on one side of the screen, the other side will populate with web links that expand upon the information that you're looking for. For for anybody that wants to just go there and uh, look at just look at what's on, on it. It's a, the homepage is really simple. Just a few buttons on there that take you off in the good direction. I include a lot of free prepper information on the site uh, and I encourage everybody to give it a look over here. That's absoluteanarchybook.com. To publishing Absolute Anarchy, uh, I began studying and writing fiction. It was one of those uh, bucket list things for me. And I just published my first apocalyptic novel. In, it's called Islam Rising. And I published it in early December 2017. Islam Rising is the first of four books in what I'm calling the Patriot and Infidels series. It includes personal tragedy. It's got romance in it. It's got a host of different personalities and with complex relationships. And it's more than just a prepper book. As a matter of fact, it's not a prepper book. It has a lot of prepper information, and it is Islamizing. It's not a prepper book disguised as a novel, I guess would be a good way to put it. But it does present insight into the most effective strategy to survive a state of absolute anarchy. Both books, Absolute Anarchy and Islamizing, are available on Amazon. They're in paper and Kindle version. Now I'm considering an audio version of Islam Rising, and I'll announce it when it's available. It may not be anytime soon. That's a very expensive proposition to put one of those things in, in audio. Um, to find my books on Amazon, uh, go there and just search on my name, Johnny Jacks. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y-J-A-C-K-S. Uh, you can contact me on Messenger or by email at johnnyjacks at newamericabooks.com. Well, all right, Johnny, thanks a lot, and good luck in 2018 with everything you have going on your homestead. I'm trying to figure out with all the projects you have going on and plan for 2018, when you're going to have time to write and do more books, man. I mean, if my LA Unified School District math works out right, 
You have three more books to write this series, and with all the projects you have going on, man, you're going to have your hands full, Johnny, so good luck. But hey, I'm really happy for you. I'm really happy that uh, your new book's coming out, and I wish you a ton of continued success. Next, while we're focused on authors, let's go ahead and kick this on over to Steve Bird, author of the new Homefront series and Society Lost series. Hey folks, this is Steve Bird or Steven Seabird, if you had to type my name into a search engine. Good to be back with you on Mind for Survival. I was on uh, episode 23, covering air travel preparedness. Brian asked me on because I had been uh, in the airline industry as a pilot for about 12 years, currently a captain of a super mid-sized business jet that flies all over. And prior to that, I was active in the military, so I've pretty much been traveling all my life. My first novel, The Last Layover, that kicked off a five-book series in the New Homefront series, it was about an airline crew that uh, got trapped out of town when uh, everything started to crumble apart around them. So got trapped in New York City. So that was a fear of mine. And it's what uh, kind of started me writing. In addition to that, got the Society Lost series, which takes place in the same universe, but uh, out west, uh, starting in the Rocky Mountains. I also have a sci-fi called Erebus, which takes place at the Mount Erebus Volcano Observatory in Antarctica and uh, covers uh, McMurdo Station, Black Island, and several other uh, key locations. Uh, to key Ant- Antarctic research facilities. And uh, believe it or not, there's a uh, survivalist prepper type in that book that his uh, foresight uh, saves the day in quite a few occasions. Also got two novellas, Jet Dangerous Prey, which is in Russell Blake's Jet Kindle World, and The Edge of Civility, which is in Stephen Conkley's Hersig Collapse Kindle World. Check them out if you like. Uh, greatly appreciate it. And uh, again, uh, good to be back on here with you. For 2018, we got another big year ahead of us. Uh, we've kind of been living the proverb, Proverbs 2427, uh, put your fields in order and do your outside work after that, build your house. We've been living that as if it's a motto. Uh, like I said, we've uh, established a, uh, a cattle herd and uh, several other uh, little small herds of animals. And uh, we've been working really hard with our horses this year. We weren't born horse people. We started taking lessons last year, and uh, we've been working our horses pretty regularly and want to uh, turn them into some dependable transportation for future use. Uh, so we're going to continue that into 2018, going to continue to uh, work the land, continue to get the uh, the pH balance in the soil proper and get it to where it's uh, producing as much hay as it can. You know, get some lime. I need about 20 tons of lime uh, to spread and uh, get everything back to where it needs to be so we can maximize our hay production so that we can go into the winters confident. If you've ever had livestock, especially large animals, you know that basically it's you're kind of a built-in prepper. You All summer long, you're, you're breaking, cutting, baling hay uh, in preparation for the coming apocalypse of winter, which is pretty much every year when you've got that many large animals. And uh, we're trying to be completely self-sufficient on that aspect and not have to import any hay onto the property. So we're going to continue to try to improve our fields and improve the quality of the soil into 2018 while starting uh, building on our, our home. We've been working on the property, like I said, uh, you know, building some roads, uh, getting some gravel put down, getting a good base put down. And uh, we've uh, put up uh, one structure already. In addition to uh, working on our barn, trying to restore it with some of the oak we've been ripping, that's uh, going to carry on into 2018 as well. And the uh, barn is very important to be able to store our equipment and store hay and uh, kind of keep the farm going. And when we go to build our house, we've got a, kind of an unconventional plan. 
Uh, we plan to build off grid uh, using a parallel 12 volt uh, alongside the uh, 110. And we've been living in it. We bought a new fifth wheel this last year to live on the property while we develop the property and while we build them. One of the things we kind of learned to that is we got this dual fuel refrigerator, nice refrigerator. looks like it'd be in a regular house. It's a propane and electric. As soon as the power goes out, it automatically switches over to a 12-volt battery to control the brain. Propane kicks on and refrigerator keeps running and running. Same thing with the hot water heater and all the lights and everything are in the, in the fifth wheel are, are all 12 volts. So we kind of plan on building a house, a real nice stick house, but uh, kind of wire it like a, let's say, a nice boat or a motorhome so that it's primarily running on 12 volt uh, using 110 where necessary. Um, so we're, uh, we're looking to put a lot of work and effort and money into that starting this next year. And we expect it to be a several year long project uh, because we're trying to do it all out of pocket and not involve any banks so that we can do it exactly the way we want. We're lucky enough to live in a part of Tennessee where there's no building codes. So we don't have to worry about that kind of thing getting in our way of building our unique off grid uh, house that we can uh, keep going on our own. Uh, so busy year coming up for 2018. So like I said, it's been uh, good talking to you again. And we hope uh, you're all working on your own preparedness projects and uh, working on your your bug out locations or if you're in a urban environment kind of doing whatever you can to prepare uh, as you can see you know one election doesn't change the kind of stability of the world if anything sometimes it hurls it a little farther towards insanity so uh keep uh keep an eye out keep keep listening to folks like uh, brian he's got a lot of good information to put out uh, you'll get a lot from it but uh, keep that mindset for survival, and uh, we'll talk to you later. That's awesome, Steve. Congrats on your plans for 2018. You have some really, really awesome plans there. I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing some updates on your Facebook page as to how your homestead develops and everything you get going, and hopefully uh, you all won't be too cramped in that fifth wheel. But, you know, I know from uh, following you on Facebook and everywhere else that you have a real loving family, and I'm sure it's going to be a real great time with you all living together in there and building your future together on your property down there. All right. And here it is the moment we've all been waiting for. Next up is the esteemed, the proliferator of preparedness, the survivor's survivor, the seventh and a half wonder of the world. Mr. Ken Gibson. Check this out. Hi, Brian. Tim Gibson here. Hey, I'd like to uh, first open with saying thank you. Thanks for all the hard work that you put into the Mind for Survival podcast and the community that you've built around it. You really take some um, what could be dark topics and present them in a more positive way. Um, it's so easy to get all caught up in the doom and gloom, but um, I really appreciate your, your approach to this, and I want to thank you. Yeah, you had asked about accomplishments for 2017 and goals for 2018. Well, 2017, my goal setting kind of started in 2016 at Prepper Camp. I was like, I need to stop buying stuff and just stick it away in the closet and start working on the skills to use it. So in 2017, we took a lot of classes. I went to Skinny Medics Trauma First Aid class. And actually took stuff out of the packages, learned how to apply a tourniquet, learned proper ways for applying 
bandages to wounds and stopping bleeding. We also went to a defensive uh, handgun class, and instead of just standing at a static range and shooting at target, we learned how to go through a doorway or things to think about if you had to clear a house or how to get out of a car if you were stopped. Um, bad guys at a roadblock kind of scenario. So that was a that was eye opening, and it was a good class. The wife and I went for a week long camping trip to Cumberland Island, which is basically pack in, pack out. What you bring is what you got to live off of. And we stayed there for a week with no electricity, no hot water, no pharmacy, no, you know. We basically did a lot of hiking, biking, cooking over the campfire. It was a great time, great weather, made a lot of good memories and, and tested ourselves in a good way. And of course, we went to Purple Camp this past fall. So we got to see a lot of old friends that we've met and make some new ones, Brian. <laughs> Seems like you were popping up all over the place, but it was it was a great chance, and we had a lot of fun together. Uh, it was good meeting you, sir. Um, and this year at Pepper Camp, I actually stepped up and volunteered. I figured I want to be a productive member of the Propian community, and since I don't really have any great skills to teach, um, I do have a good work ethic, and I uh, made friends with Rick and Jane Austen and said, hey, you need me to do whatever you want. Just point me in a direction and I'll do my best to make it happen. So that was that was a good good experience. And I had a lot of fun working really hard, but had a lot of fun. <laughs> and all this networking has kind of paid off because the wife this fall had gone on a business trip by herself out to California. And I did the Franklin Horton Locker 9 uh, goal list of friends. Thank you, Dale and Lisa Goodwin. Sarah Hathaway, and even our host, Brian, <laughs> for helping me put together a list of contacts in case my wife ever had an emergency on her travels. She had a great trip when um, no phone numbers were called for emergencies, but it was uh, nice to know that you guys were all there in case she needed it. Uh, my goals for 2018 are to continue learning and to continue growing the relationships that I've started in 2017. I've built a good network of friends, and they're real-world friends now, and I'd like to keep that going in 2018 and well into the future. In that, I'd like to wish everyone a happy new year, and thank you, Brian, for everything you're doing for our community. Thanks a lot, Chin. I really appreciate the kind words, and it was kind of fun to mess around with the audio at the beginning of your segment, but in all seriousness, I truly appreciate your friendship and everything that you do behind the scenes for the preparedness community. While there are all the podcasters out here and doing everything and the authors are going out and everybody sees us, it's people like Chin, his wife Rhonda, and others that are running around behind the scenes doing a lot for the preparedness community. So good luck with your 2018 goals. I can't wait to help you achieve the goal of linking up again in 2018 at Prepper Camp. So we'll see you there in just about nine months. Now, for the last post-show of 2017, I have a couple of quick housekeeping things to take care of. First, remember to check in on the Mind for Survival Facebook page or Facebook group about the upcoming New Year's Eve Facebook Live event. Like I said earlier, the Christmas Facebook Live event was an awesome time. I had a blast with everybody, and I'm pretty sure that New Year's Eve will be just as much fun 
along with the giveaways, I gave away a bunch of hats, a copy of Lisa Aker's first book, Fight Like a Man, and a copy of the Great Mindset book, Left of Bang. So make sure you tune into that Facebook Live episode so you have a chance at winning one of the gifts and that you can interact with everybody else in the group. Like I said, it was a lot of fun, and so far, all the feedback from that has been positive. Now, another thing I'm planning on doing 2018, and I haven't worked out the final details yet, I'll do it in the next few days here, is I'm going to initiate in the Mind for Survival Facebook group a book of the month club kind of deal. The plan is to take one piece of prepper fiction each month and have as many people in the group that participate in the book of the month read that and provide reviews and back and forth and discussion about the book and all that. We have a number of authors that are in the group and there's just so many good prepper authors around. I think it'd be a great thing to help them get the word out about their books, help provide some more reviews for them and to help everybody get spun up on some of the great prepper fiction that's available out there. Also, I plan on doing two movies a month coming up starting hopefully in January or February, kind of like the prepper book of the month club that I'm looking at doing, but it'll be focused on the different preparedness movies out there. And what we'll do is every couple of weeks, we'll pick a new movie. Um, I know a lot of people in the group posted to a list of movies about a month or two ago, and we'll just choose one of those movies. We'll put it up and hopefully over the course of a couple of weeks, people will watch that movie and provide feedback and reviews on that. And once we get those, just like the books, it'll help guide people to what movies can best help them or help educate them or provide the most entertainment value or that are just total busts, right? So um, that's another thing that I'm looking at doing just to help increase the involvement of people within the group and to make it a lot more exciting and fun. It's already a great group, don't get me wrong, but I want to constantly try to build on that. So um, that that's some of my goals for that. And don't forget, as I mentioned at the beginning of this show, that the Mind for Survival YouTube channel is up and running You'll start seeing a lot more content being posted from the Facebook group, podcasts that'll be going up on there when I video a podcast episode or interview. So keep that in mind. Please go over and subscribe to the Mind for Survival YouTube channel and keep it in the back of your mind that 2018 is going to be the year of Mind for Survival video. And lastly, keep your eye out for a redesigned mindforsurvival.com website coming to you in the next week to maybe two weeks to kick off the new year in a right and more positive manner. I really like my website, but I think there's a good way to get more information out there. So I'm redesigning and having it designed. Um, so it's more appealing to all of you to be able to get the good and solid preparedness information that you liked. And with that, I just want to give a big shout out again. And I know I thank you all the time for this, but to all of you who are listeners, I started this podcast back in June. I didn't know where it would go. You know, I was just kind of like, ah, oh, this is going to be fun. I love preparedness. I love talking to people and all that. And I had no idea, nor did I expect the response that I've received. And it's all because of you, the people who are listening, the people who join the Facebook group, who have liked the Facebook page and all of that, you all make it worthwhile and You've helped me achieve something that was beyond my dreams. I mean, I look forward to doing all this work to make this happen every week because of all of you and all of your great feedback, comments, and just the fact that you take the time out of your week to listen to the Mind for Survival podcast. So again, thank you so much. I hope you've had an awesome 2017, and I hope everyone has an awesome, improved, and much happier, safe 2018. And as always, 
Stay safe, secure, and prepared. And never forget, you're just one prep away from being better prepared. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Mind for Survival podcast at www.mindforsurvival.com. That's www.mind, the number four, survival.com.